Hello to my fellow Romantic Cynics. My name is Monice, and you are listening to the Romantic Cynic Podcast. This is my second episode, and so I thought that I would just share a little bit more about myself just so you can get to know who I am and how I got to this point in my life. So without further ado, welcome to episode two. How did I get here? The short version started about a little over two years ago. Um, The long version started about 16 years ago. So I had been with my now ex-husband for a total of 14 years, and we were married for two of the 14. Um, I had to make some life changes uh, a few years ago for for myself. What I can admit is I felt like I failed in my relationship every day. I felt like a failure. Um, Career-wise, I was doing really well. I had worked my way up. um, I guess you can call it the corporate chain a little bit. And I was a manager for a few years. Um, I did really well. I took pride in, in my job and, you know, what I was accomplishing But, you know, when I went home, um, I felt like I failed every day. And for the people that know who I am, uh, they know that that's not something I take lightly. Um, I, I, I push myself and I try and I work really hard. And I felt like I had did my best that I could. Now, I'm not I'm not blaming myself completely and I'm not blaming him completely either. I mean, it's a, it's a relationship. It's a it 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 takes two people to work and make a relationship work. So, um not blaming him entirely and I'm not blaming myself entirely. However, it's it's hard to go home every day where you feel like a failure. You know, I I had to change who I was essentially. Um just for the benefit of him and making sure that I was taking care of his needs, um, at least to the best of my ability. And I got to a point where I just, I wasn't who, who I was anymore. I, I had to hide my personality. I had to just be a shell of who I once was, um, kind of prior to meeting him. Um, Needless to say, just the relationship just didn't work. Um, there were little, there were things that I wanted to accomplish. Um, one of them was going back to school, where he just didn't understand um, because it, it came down to money. Uh, always, a, a lot of things always came down came down to money for him, which is unfortunate. Um, I I relocated from California. Um, to make this relationship work. And I left my whole family back there uh, to come up to live in the Pacific Northwest. And uh, I, like I said, I did really well on my job. Um, but, you know, trying to make it work in that relationship was, was, was really tough. Um, I wasn't the best version of myself. You know, I can admit that. And he wasn't the best version of himself. 
although uh, he he was the type of person that said, this is who I am, and you either have to live with it or not live with it. Um, never wanted to change anything. And again, that's, that's, that's his choice and his prerogative. And, you know, I don't, I don't fault him for knowing what he wants in life. Now, it was a little different for me because, you know, I, I care about my family. Uh, I care about trying to better myself, at least in my career and education. And so I ended up getting to a point in my life about again, a little over two years ago, where I had to make a decision. Um, it wasn't an easy decision. Um, I remember I had drove to the coast. Um, I, went to, I, I went to go see uh, uh, Haystack Rock. I, my brother and I grew up watching The Goonies, and we loved the movie a lot. And so that was something I've always wanted to do when I moved out here. Um, and I never got to. I've been out here, been in the Pacific Northwest for a little over 10 years now. And during the time that I was with my now ex-husband, um, we never really traveled. He didn't really want to go anywhere. Um, but this particular day in, in June, a few years ago, I decided just to, just to take a drive because I really had to think about things and he needed to think about what I wanted in life and so drove out um and it was like a two and a half hour drive and I enjoyed every minute of it I actually listened to uh the entire uh musical version of um the original sound the the original cast of Phantom of the Opera I I love musical theater so drove down to the beach um and, you know, before I got out, I, I called my mom to, to kind of let her know what was going on with me. And I shared with her like, hey, mom, I'm, I'm kind of struggling with with my relationship. Um, I, I'm not. I, I really have to like step back and, and take a uh, take a look at everything that take a look at my life, essentially. And so, you know, my mom was, you know, giving me, you know, the best advice she could. She's like, you know, relationships are they're hard work. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I do know that, but they seem this one seems like it's a lot of hard work. And she was like, you know, maybe you should give him a second chance. Now I'm gonna pause here slightly because um, about seven or eight years ago, I ended up actually leaving him uh, temporarily. I just needed some space. I just didn't know if I wanted to be in that relationship more anymore, so I left. Um, now during that time, it, it, it wasn't really a breakup. It was more of like, I just need my space. And so I moved out and everything like that. But, um, in a sense we were still kind of dating. Um, and you know, during that particular pause, he ended up proposing to me. Um, so of course I said yes. And then I moved back. So I, I did gave I did give him uh, a second opportunity, and that's what I told my mom. And so I said, but you know, she's like, she should give him a second chance. I'm like, but I did, and why should I? Why should I give him another chance? Um, and no one, you know, my mom couldn't really answer that question. So, uh, so you know, we got off the phone with her, and I walked, I walked the beach. I walked that beach for two and a half hours and I just kept thinking of three questions. What do I want? What do I need? And 
if I can share this moment with anyone in the world right now, who would it be? And those are the three questions I kept asking myself. And not once did he come to mind. He, you know, my ex-husband did not come to mind at all during that time. But I really enjoyed myself because I got to do something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time. So, you know, walking on that beach for two and a half hours, it doesn't give you like all the answers. It just kind of gives you a little bit of space to kind of step back and think. And I knew that I knew that I just needed a little bit more space um, from him. So drove back home. And during that time, um, a really amazing friend of mine, um, I had asked her if I could stay at her house for a week. So she's like, yeah, let me check with, you know, the wife and, you know, we'll see what we can do. And so um, very thankful for this couple. Um, they allowed me to stay at their house for a week. So, of course, when I when I got home, I, I told my husband, I said, I just need a little bit of space. I need about a week, just a break from everything because I'm there's a lot of things I'm questioning. Um, I'm questioning a lot of, you know, who I am and, you know, our relationship. So I just need a little bit of space. And, you know, I was very grateful at the time because he, he allowed me to have that week. So, um, stayed at this wonderful couple's house, uh, for a whole week. And I remember that in the span of seven days, I grew more as a person, as an individual in those seven days than I had in 14 years of being in a relationship with my husband. Um, you know, I got to see during that time, I got to see what a real relationship looks like. So this, these, these, this couple friend of mine, um, I almost felt like, in a sense, a little bit of a voyeur because I remember uh, their names are uh, Stacy and Danielle. Um, I remember Danielle came home from work one night and I was, Stacy and I were just chit-chatting and you can tell that Danielle had a kind of a rough week at work. Um, and so I just remember, you know, Danielle getting her glass of wine and Stacy sitting, you know, next to this chair on the ground, um, looking up at her, at her wife and just being very loving and say like, you know, talk to me. And I got to see what a real partnership and what a real relationship looks like. And I learned a lot in that moment because I knew that's the type of relationship partnership that I wanted, someone that I can turn to and someone that can turn to me and just be really caring and loving. And, and it was a very beautiful moment. And I just kept thinking to myself, like, wow, I, I'm never going to have that, that moment with my husband. I just won't. Um, what was even more depressing in a sense was I thought about the best day of our life together was our wedding day. 
and it was done. It was over. It was two years past. And it was a very depressing thought that that was the best I would ever have. That was the best moment I would ever have with him. Um, I'm not a negative person and I'm not saying that maybe there was potential. I'd been with him for 14 years and nothing was changing. Um, like I said, during, during that time, my week away, I grew a lot as a person. Um, I figured out what Monice wanted in life. I figured out what I didn't want. Uh, I remember I went out one night and it was a fantastic evening and I really just kind of opened up and was able to be carefree in myself for the first time. I was really able to breathe as a person and breathe as myself. And I remember the next morning, it was a Friday morning, you know, uh, Stacy, she's like, you know, how was your evening? I'm like, oh, it was great. I had, I had a lot of fun and I was able to be free. And I said to myself, and I just thought to myself, I said, and I admitted, admitted to her, I said, you know, what? I fell in love with Monice again. I fell in love with who she is as a person and she's amazing and incredible and just a lot of fun. And has a lot of life in her and wants to do so many things and accomplish so much. And I paused. And again, not once during that whole week did I think about the future of my relationship with my husband. Not once. You can call me selfish. And you know what? It's okay because I had been unselfish although I was made to feel like I was selfish in that relationship for a very long time I never was able to really think about myself in terms of this is what I would like to do and I didn't have a partner at the time that was supportive so when Friday rolled around um, I kind of knew what I was going to do so Saturday morning got up packed everything um, and I drove I drove home uh, walked through the door and uh, I sat my husband down. I said, we need to chat. We need to talk. And I made it a very, I try to be as kind as possible when I told him that um, I wanted a divorce. And I actually had asked him. It wasn't like a demand and it wasn't me throwing a fit. It was literally if you love me, you have to let me go. And that's where our marriage kind of ended. And he took a pause and was a little shocked, I believe. And, you know, he got up and of course, you know, some of the stuff I, I'm not going to reveal because I, I would like to keep that at least private uh, to a point. And he granted me that request, which I was very thankful for. And so, you know, during that time, we, we try to be as friendly and cordial as we possibly could be. Um, there was a lot of things that we, we lived in a house, so we had to figure out, like, logistic-wise, like, what we want to do. And, of course, we decided to sell the house. 
um, during, during my relationship with him, I really, I stressed a lot. So I didn't get to decorate my house. I didn't get to decorate my home. I was always uncomfortable there. Um, because he wanted things a very particular way. And I tried, you know, I, I did my best to accommodate those things. And, um, but it was just, like, it was just, it was a very stressful living environment. Um, and I remember thinking one day as I'm prepping, <laughs> prepping the house to be sold, um, I'm sitting on the bed and I just, I just start bawling my eyes out because in that moment, I realized that I was finally getting to decorate my home, not because I was comfortable enough to decorate it, not because I felt like I could decorate it. I had to decorate it so it could be sold. And I just remember crying and bawling my eyes out and my... I just had to take a break from everything. I walked away, called my mom. My mom is going to bring, I'm going to bring up my mom a lot in, uh, in my stories because she's been a very good influence on me, a very powerful influence on me. So we were talking and I just remember admitting her and like, mom, I'm decorating this house that I've been wanting to decorate for the last two years. And now, oh, I guess, yeah, four years. Has it been four years? Yeah, it would have been four years that we lived in that house and I'm like, I'm finally getting to decorate this house. And she's like, you know, just trying to comfort me. And I'm just I'm almost unconsolable. And she's like, Moniece. I'm like, yes. She's like, you can go back to school. My mom was able to take a very trying situation that I was experiencing. And she was able to make it into a positive and I very much appreciated that. And all of a sudden this light bulb pop, popped up and I'm like, yes, I can go back to school. So I thought, okay, cool. I can, I can go back to school. I can do something that I've been wanting to accomplish for a very long time now. And now I'll be able to do that without having someone tell me no all the time. Um, I am a big believer in things happen for a reason huge believer and you have to just kind of pay attention to what's going on and and you know timing timing is everything so I remember having that conversation on a Saturday I'm sorry I had that conversation on a Sunday with my mom um, the next day I had talked to my best friend nice enough to tell me about this program this uh to look into. So looked into this program on a Monday. Two days later, I ended up uh, having a scheduling a consultation with a with a student advisor. Uh, the next week, I applied for this master's program. Uh, a week, like five days later, I had my interview with the head of the department, and then the following week, I had uh, was accepted into this master's program, and. Again, timing is everything. If I had spent another week or had, you know, if I had spent a, you know, a different week at, you know, Stacy and Danielle's house 
or waited a week to tell my, ask my ex-husband for a divorce or, I mean, there's so many variables that could have happened, but everything aligned up the way it was supposed to. And I was able to go back to school. Um, so, you know, I was able to kind of start my classes still going through the divorce proceedings, you know, trying to get the house for sale, um, you know, still working my full-time job. And just a lot of change was happening all at once. And I wasn't going entirely crazy, which, you know, thankfully I wasn't. I have a pretty, I'd like to say I have a pretty good head on my shoulders. And I'm very strong as a person, I'm a, I'm a strong individual, mentally mentally strong. I come from you know mentally strong people. Uh, my parents are wonderful people, and they've they've really influenced and shaped who I was. Now, I had been wanting to start some type of podcast or something on YouTube well before um, a few years ago. I just didn't know what I wanted to talk about, um, and then going through, you know, the, the, the motions and the sequence of the, you know, from two years ago, I, I figured out that I wanted to talk, I wanted to have a podcast about relationships because relationships are around us. It's, it's, it's what makes us human. And I pay attention a lot. Um, I, I have, you know, I went to school, um, for psychology, I didn't get my master's in psychology. I got my master's in a different, a completely different field. But um, I, I'm, I've always been very intrigued by relationships in terms of, you know, how they operate. You know, you have one individual and another individual. And how do they make them work? Um, and so I figured out the topic of what I wanted my podcast to be about. So this is how you got, you know, the romantic cynic. Um, and so that that was kind of my journey and that's how I got here. And it's been a very fun ride for the last two years. Um, I'm actually, I just finished my last class. So I'll be graduating officially with a master's in a couple weeks. Um, I'll have that little piece of paper in my hand. So I'm super excited. Um, but you know, now my, my next journey is my podcast. So here I am. Um, and I want this to be a journey for all of us. Um, I want people to kind of have conversations and engage and maybe take some insight to my life, my personal life. Um, cause I will share some, you know, I'll share some of my stories with, with you. Um, and I hope that even though things might seem a little tough at first and things seem complicated, and maybe you feel stuck or maybe you feel like you are failing as a person in your relationship. Just know that you are ultimately the person responsible for what you want to achieve and what you want to do in your life. Hopefully you have a very good support system. So I have a wonderful family. Um, I have some amazing friends that I consider family. I have this wonderful best friend that encourages me and loves me for who I am. And this is my next journey. This is the next step. And I hope that you get some insight and you find some positivity. Being positive as a person is, is, is so important in your self journey. 
So I'll end my podcast here today. Again, my fellow romantic cynics, be true to who you are and be kind to yourself and love and learn to love who you are. Thank you for listening. Yours truly, the Romantic Cynic. <laughs>